Hello, my name is Deb, and welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. We are so excited that you guys are here, and we have a great show for you today. And we are actually uh, praying today that this would be a life-transforming episode uh, for all of us as we're talking and praying together. And I'm so happy to be here with my friend Mary Jo Mast, and she has a word for you. We we both were were busy uh, working and recording uh, the devotionals, which you guys know that all of our devotionals are on the podcast. And Mary Jo and I were meeting to record her podcast of her devotionals that she wrote. And we started talking about this amazing topic, uh, all about God being outside of time, and all about how we can pray for one another another to overcome trauma and triggers. And we're going to do that today, guys. We're going to do it. But first, I want Mary Jo, I want you to just tell everybody a little bit about you. Thank you, Deb. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here um, with Deb, as always. Um, A little bit about myself. Okay, well, I am an ordinary mom with um, four children still at home. I do have, we do have three that are married. So all together, yep, we have a big family. Um, There's seven of of our children all together, Uh, my husband and I. His name is Kim. He is a wonderful man of God and uh, love him with all of my heart. So yeah, it's great to be here. How many grandkids do you have? We have six right now, and two are on the way, so the family keeps growing. Oh, grandkids are the best thing ever. They're so amazing. They are. I love every single one, and they all have different personalities. It's it's wonderful. It's so sweet. What a sweet season. I love this season. It's really fun. Okay, so before we get started, I want us to pray because, like I said earlier, guys, I want to look at this time together in this podcast And right now, where we can all receive healing from God, we're going to pray it, Mm -hmm. and we know that God can do anything, and we are going to pray. So Mary Jo, oh, before she prays, I need to tell you something exciting. Mary Jo and I were at a baby shower last weekend, and we were praying over a dear friend of ours. And Mary Jo, you said something that was profound that I have been thinking about so much, and I want to share it with our friends. You said when we were praying, you said, Jesus, I'm looking into your face Mm. as I pray this. Yeah. It brings him into the now. Brings him into the now. What does that mean? Sometimes when we pray, we just think it's random words. But when we look into his face, we realize, you know, and again, we can't see him with our eyes, but we can see him in the eyes of our heart. And I think it just makes it so personal when we imagine that he's standing right there. He's, and we just look into his eyes because we can feel his love. We can feel his compassion. That's so good. So I want you to pray for us today and to guide us as we pray and look into the eyes of Jesus. Mm. All right. Jesus, we are just so grateful for you. And Lord, yes, you are right here. You hear every word that we pray. Our words are not just going out into the atmosphere or hitting the ceiling, but Father, you are very aware of every word that comes out of our mouth when we meet with you. So Jesus, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for Deb and for uh, this opportunity. And I thank you, God, for every single woman, um, man, whoever is listening. I thank you, God, that you are the God who is timeless. You are a God who meets us where we are today regardless of what has happened in the past or what will happen in the future. And we thank you that you are here to meet us exactly where we are and to change us. 
And so, Jesus, we ask that you would do that today. As we look into your faces as we pray, we ask that you would meet us where we are and that you would touch us and that you would heal us from past Mm -hmm. trauma, that you would set us free so we can walk where you want us to walk. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I started thinking about this show because sometimes I'll just be going right along with everything and then something will happen and it triggers something inside of me. And then I start acting like a way I don't want to act and I feel out of control. And you and I were talking before about it being a familiar spirit. And so why don't you explain that? Like, I feel that way. It's like, it's like the same thing that the enemy wants to come and bring that area to us. Yes. Well, I knew exactly what you were talking about because that very same thing happens to me as well. And I think if I remember right, what we were talking about was trying to trace back to how we're feeling and then try to trace it back even farther and say, why? Why am I responding this way? What is it? Sometimes we don't know what it is, but we respond that way over and over and it becomes a familiar response to us because it's just, it's, it's been there for such a long time. And so what I was telling you, Deb, I believe was that we need to ask the Holy Spirit why we are feeling that way, why we are responding the way we are in certain, certain situations. And you know what? You're exactly right because I have some triggers and something will happen. And I feel like the enemy, like maybe he can't tempt me in this way, but he can tempt me in this way. And whenever that trigger, that button, it feels like that button is being pushed. I I get knocked out Mm -hmm. like for days. I'll get knocked out with this, 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 uh, temp- I want to, I think it's a temptation mm-hmm. and it's a trigger. But after we started talking about it, I actually started praying about why and asking God, why do I have these triggers? And then he was pointing back to times, uh, that I had a traumatic experience happen. And that when that one thing happens or the devil pushes that button or reminds me of something or makes me feel a certain way, tempts me. Mm-hmm then it makes me feel out of control and I start acting a way that I don't want to act. Mm-hmm. And so let's take it back to the beginning because as we're talking about Jesus healing us of these traumas, so that's what I feel like God telling me. Yes. that, And I want you to read the scripture. The, guys, listen to the scripture. Mary Jo brought this up the other day, and I want you to, I know that a lot of us weren't brought up to think um, more about God. We were taught to just... We were taught that this is all there is, this world is all there is, and you know God doesn't do miracles anymore or whatever. But I think that when we read the scripture right here, it's going to show you that God is outside of time and he can do anything. He can go back in time and heal you of a trauma. He can go back in time and take away that trigger. But listen to this scripture. Mm-hmm. And this scripture is in Psalm 139. And it is in verse 5. It's verses 5 through... I think it's just verse it's 5. It's actually just verse 5. Mm-hmm. Of the Passion Translation. And it's in the Passion Translation, and I just love it. It says, you have gone, it's talking about the Lord here, and David is speaking of God. You have gone into my future to prepare the way, and in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. With your hand of love upon my life, you impart a blessing to me. Wow. So good. Can you read it one more time? Yeah. You have gone into my future to prepare the way, 
and in kindness you follow behind me, to spare me from the harm of my past. With your hand of love upon my life, you impart a blessing to me. Wow. I think the part that really stands out to me the most is, in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. Me too. That's, that's past tense right there. Mm-hmm. So God, ha- has the, God has the ability to literally go back in time, in our time, because with Him there is no time. And He can, if we invite Him to, come into that pl- the places that we were broken. And it's, it's as if He is right there at the very time that it happened, and He can deliver us and heal us right in that moment if we invite Him to come into those places. And you said something earlier. And guys, this doesn't only apply to trauma. It also applies if you've done something. Like one time my daughter made me so mad <laughs> that, I, and I was I was just really tired or I don't know what it was that day. I'm sure it was an attack of the enemy because it was uncharacteristic anger mm-hmm. that I had that I was experiencing. I can totally identify. <laughs> yeah, I bet with seven kids, right? <laughs> you can totally identify. Well, and I, I was so angry that I chased her up the stairs, yelling at her and hitting her with a dish rag. And I know a dish mm-hmm. rag, rag sounds, you know, like it's not very, you know, big of a weapon, but just the fact that I was swatting at her really hard. Mm-hmm. And I said, I was sorry, but I have honestly, it's bothered me that I did that. And mm-hmm. when we talked about this last week, um, I asked the Lord to go back in that moment. Mm. And I asked him to heal me and to forgive me. Well, I mean, I already asked for forgiveness, but if you haven't asked for forgiveness, if you've done something like this to your husband, your children, a friend, your parents, and it's bothering you, ask God for forgiveness and then ask him to go back and heal you and heal the person that you hurt. Oh, that's good. Uh, to heal them as well from the trauma. And if you needed to say you're sorry, say you're sorry. I'm sure I said I was sorry to my daughter a thousand mm-hmm. times. I'm sure I did back then. I, I actually remember it. But I still was holding on to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I feel like with us, we hold on to things as moms. Absolutely. Do you and have I anything? Think, you oh, said, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I one memory comes back to me as well. Um, I was one day. I was just particularly really frustrated with my one child. In fact, we were. I was upstairs, and I don't remember what happened. I just remember the way that I felt, and how I literally had the thought of pushing my child down the steps. Mm-hmm. And of course, I would have never, never have done that. But you know, I know that my actions that came out of me, you know, our responses come because of the feelings that we have on the inside of us. Again, and so I do believe that if God does remind us over and over of certain instances of things that have happened, like uh, with our children or of somebody that we have hurt, that we can, yes, one hundred percent, we can go back and we can ask the Lord to come into that place. And and of course, it's important that we talk to our children and tell them what we have done and repent for yes. it and ask them for yes. forgiveness. Yes. I think that's the number yes. one thing. But then if it keeps reoccurring, it it may be that, you know, maybe your child has trauma as well. And so you can go back in time and you can ask God to um to go back to that place and invite him in there and and ask him just to heal that hurt of of your child or even of yourself. And and I believe that there's a lot there is power in that because it says very clearly in the word here that um that God can can actually follow behind us to spare us from the harm of the past. So the things that have that were harmful back then, 
literally God has, he has no time frame, so he can go back into those places. And it's as if it, it is happening in the moment and we can, we can actually be healed from that. And our children can be healed from that. That's so good. And this might sound crazy, right? Yeah. But, but it's not. Because if you think about it, the word says in Genesis, the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Mm-hmm. Guys, the spiritual realm was here first. Yes. And God was outside of time first. He created time. He's not limited by time. And it's so easy to just look at our, our physical realm and think that this is all there is. Right. But the Bible clearly tells us mm-hmm. that there's a physical realm and there's a spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm is where the angels are, where the demons are. Um, and that's, I mean, the spiritual realm is where God created the earth. That's right. And it also says in the Word that God is a spirit. And those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And so, yes, it God is a spirit, and with Him, there is no time. There is no time. So He can go back and heal you. And I loved what you said earlier. You even said earlier, you said, imagine Jesus is there, and you could say that you can be honest with Him. Like, if you had trauma, talk about that. I love that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what you said. Well, you had said that, and we're going to do this with you guys at the end. We're going to pray this. But imagining Jesus there with you when that trauma happened. Mm-hmm. And you could even be honest, and you could yes. say, Jesus, where were you when this yes. happened to me? Absolutely. We can—sometimes it's actually a little difficult to go back in our memories where the traumas happened, mm-hmm. because it's so painful. Mm-hmm. But if we're brave enough to go into that place, and if we just if we can just close our eyes and imagine that God is with us right now, and then, or Jesus is with us right now, and then ask him, God, Jesus, where were you when this happened? And he can reveal to you exactly where he was. And he can, re- and he will reveal to you that he was there, that you were not alone, no matter how alone you felt, no matter how broken you felt. Um, he can show you that he was there because he is Another thing about Jesus is he can be, his spirit can be at all places at all time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's omnipresent. Mm-hmm. And so that means that he can, he has that ability to be, um, you know, to show you where he was in that time and, and to comfort you. Even though it's something that happened in the past, he can comfort you now for something that happened way back then. And, you know, that is the hardest thing for Christians, right? Why do bad things happen? Mm-hmm. And where was God? Yeah. I mean, that's probably a whole other discussion. That would be you, a good one to talk about. Do you have about. a brief, like, how do you handle things? Well, like, a lot of that is because we do live in, you know, we, we, we live in a natural world, and God has given us the, you know, the dignity of giving us choice. So every person in the whole world has a choice, mm. you know, and so those who have not chosen to follow God are going to hurt people. Because they don't have the heart of God in them. They don't have a heart of love in them. And so it is really sad that in this world, that brokenness and hurt and trauma and all of these things, these bad, evil things can happen to us. It is never God's will never. that any of these things happen to right. us. But they, we live in a fallen world. And because God has given choice to people and individuals, um, He is not going to come down and make them do what is right when they've chosen to do something evil. 
That's, that's a hard, isn't it hard? Especially when you think about a child being it hurt. Is, it is. It is sometimes brutal, and um, it you know it can cause you to become hardened towards God when you feel like He's not intervening. Um, but you know, another subject we could talk about later too is just the authority that we have also to um, to speak the word, and that it, you know it says in the word that the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear Him mm-hmm. and deliver them. So I think we need to take the scriptures in the word that talk about what you know the possibilities of what God can do, um, and believe them because mm-hmm. God really does do that. He does protect us when we have our belief in Him. Um, it's kind of like the one where it says beating on the door at midnight. That I love that story. Ask, ask, keep asking and asking and beating on that door. And the the guy got up uh, out of bed to give him the bread because yes. he was persistent. And yeah, we don't. We will never have all the answers, Mary Jo. Right, we don't. And, and the word even says that it's said. But you know what we can know though. Get this. I love this. In First Corinthians or Second Corinthians, one of the two. I don't have it in front of me, but I memorized it where it said that for now we know in part. And we prophesy in part, but when the perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. Yes. And then it talks about the fact that, um, uh, I'm just going to pull it out real quick. But I it, think it says something about when we see. Oh, with a mirror. Yeah. And then, but someday we'll be, we'll see Jesus face to face. Here it is. I opened up right to it. Here it's it is. Great. It's first, first Corinthians and it starts in verse uh, nine. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now, now remember guys, when this was written, the mirrors were blurry back then. They were like gray. They weren't like they are now. So it was a dim Mm -hmm. reflection. But it said, now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Guys, this is the part right here. With all of us that have had things, bad things happens to us. We need to know that we will never understand all of it Mm -hmm. because we're not in heaven yet. But in heaven, we'll know fully. But get the word says that we are fully known right now, though. That's right. That even though we can't know fully, we, we are fully known and loved by God. And we can stand on that, that even though something bad has happened to us, we can just trust God with the questions. We can ask Him the questions. Yes. But if it doesn't answer every question or we still get to dead ends, we can know and stand by faith that we are fully known by God. Yes. He knows what's happened to us. He is with us. He loves us. He hates it. Mm-hmm. And He is going to make all things beautiful in his yes. time, but he loves us. We are mm-hmm. fully loved by him. Yes, 100%. And if you're listening and you're one of those people who has had terrible traumas happen in your lifetime, and I just want you to know that God can handle you asking him. And even I know some people have yelled at God and he understands. Mm-hmm. He does. He meets us where we are. He is. He is. He wants you to come to him. And he wants you to know that it was never his heart for any of those traumatic experiences to happen. He wants you to know that he was there every moment that it happened. And but he can handle our hard questions. He can handle the anger. He can hang. He can handle the the disappointment and all of the frustration. Um, well, Jesus went through that. 
He went through agonizing. Jesus, now you need to tell them, we talked about this at the, before the foundations of the world, that scripture. Yes. Oh, I wish I would have oh, I know looked it. that up. Do you know where it's, it is? Um, it's before the foundations of the world that... Here, you start talking and I'll get it for you. Yeah, well, Jesus was the answer for us already way even when the foundations of the world were being put in place. So he was already an answer, which tells us that I believe that God already knew that when he gave Adam and Eve the choice to, you know, the dignity of choice, that they would choose the wrong, um, the wrong, you know, to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But yeah, God, Jesus was chosen as the answer to all of our problems before we, before the foundations of the world. He knew he would have to die, even before the world was created, mm-hmm. before the foundations of the world. He knew he was going to have to die a brutal death. Mm-hmm. He was betrayed. Mm-hmm. He was, he, you know, the word says he was beaten beyond recognition yes. as a man. How badly did Jesus have to be beaten mm-hmm. to not be recognizable mm-hmm. as a man? And he took that for our our healing. I mean, we could talk about that forever. Yeah, but. <laughs> and I think that is why in Hebrews it says that Jesus identifies he identifies with all of our weaknesses, and he identifies with pain. He identifies with sickness, all of the sicknesses of the whole world, and all of the pain um, of the whole world. Everything, everything evil was placed upon him on the cross, and so he does understand um, pain. He understands trauma. He even took emotional pain and and trauma upon himself as he as he was dying on the cross. Here it is. The the lamb slain before the uh, the lamb slain before the foundations of the world. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, I thought I had it up. Yeah, and I think it says that several times, several times in the Bible, in several different. Yeah, it books does. Of the I'm Bible. actually looking at it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Um, he was four So he was. So Revelation thirteen eight. He. This is the one where he says he was slain. Okay. So, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundations of the world. That's Mm -hmm. one. And then there's a Peter. But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he was, he was predestined. Like he, well, he knew he was going to have to die. Yeah. He and, knew. and he knew Adam and Eve were going to, just like you said. Mm-hmm. And so when we think about our trauma, it, it does comfort us to know about our high priest. He sympathizes with us. Yes. That he he knows what it's like to be betrayed. He knows what it's like to be hurt. And um, all of his friends left him. He was abandoned. Mm-hmm. Um, he was rejected. He was rejected. He was despised. And he gave it all for, for pe- sinful people. He came to the earth uh, as I mean, he did not have to do this, you guys. But he came. I mean, he had to for the you know because it was preordained. But um, he chose. He, was, he, he laid chose. Down his he life. laid down. No, no one took his life from him. Yes. I heard that preached one time, and I was, mm-hmm. I was like, that is right. No one took his life. He laid down his life. That's that is so hard to fathom. And knowing that not everyone would choose him, that he still chose to do that. Yeah. So if that brings you any comfort with your trauma and things that you have been through. We're going to pray right now, but I want to, do you have anything else? Did you have another scripture that you talked about? I don't think I do. I just, I just know that I really feel it impressed on my heart that in this new 
I feel like we're walking into a new place, a new era as believers. And it's just time that we all get healed. Yes. Um, I feel this in my own heart. I feel that um, God in this time wants us to be free, completely free from from anything in the past that might be a chain that might be holding us down. And so, yeah, I just want all of everyone to know that. I feel like God wants people to know that now is the time to to be healed, that He is very present. He always has been present, but I feel like this this new era that we're walking into, there's a lot of things that God is going to be asking you to do, new things that maybe you never thought of before. And in order for you to walk in those new things, you're going to need to be healed from mm-hmm. the traumas of your past. And to have our mind renewed. Yes. Um, so this is, And that is repentance. That is repentance. Like what you were saying about you felt like pushing your daughter down the stairs. Of mm-hmm. course, you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did swap my daughter with the dish rag and yell at her going up the stairs. <laughs> but, um, but we've all had those crazy thoughts like standing up in church and yelling or mm-hmm. um, jumping off a building when you're up top, right? Where does that thought come from? That's crazy. Yeah, that's from the enemy. For that's sure. from the that's, enemy. Mm-hmm. But by renewing our mind... Uh, I love uh, the word, the Greek word for um, repent is metanoia, which means to change your mind. Mm, that's so good. Yes. And so, how would, what would you say about that? I mean, we have to, we have our mind controls, mm-hmm. right? And uh, well, I used to think when I was, you know, it was just been recently that, you know, in the last couple of years that God has revealed that to me. And I think I actually heard somebody talk about it, about how repentance is not just saying, I'm sorry over and over, and then never changing your lifestyle. But repentance is actually aligning your mind with what the Word says. and Because any the thoughts that we think that are outside of the Word are actually in rebellion mm. to God. And so I think re- repentance is, is, is saying, I'm sorry for not aligning myself with what God says about this. Does that make sense? Yes. So repentance is changing your mind, like you said earlier. It's changing your mind about... You know, it might be, it might be, you might be walking in sin in a certain area and you may not even really know that it's sin. And then all of a sudden the Lord just reveals to you, you know, that this is wrong. And so when you repent from something, you actually change your mind about it and say, okay, I no longer look at this as something that's not like important. This is important to the Lord. And so now I'm going to change my behavior and I'm going to change my mind. And just like in Second Corinthians where it says to get cast down imaginations, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And ima- we can imagine I mean, sinful thoughts, right? We imagine sinful thoughts and we imagine or like with our anger, mm-hmm. we're letting that take over our imagination, what we want to do, you know, what we want to say. And by casting down our imaginations... Uh, and giving our thoughts to the Lord mm-hmm. and just saying, Lord, I can't control that thought or this is hard for me. Like in the moment, what would you say like a mom who who struggles with anger mm-hmm. and in the moment, like she's, she, what would be, what would be something that you could tell her that would help her? You know, I think we all struggle with anger um, as moms, you know, and, and when we're new believers, we struggle more with it because we don't, it's like going and working out. We develop muscles to not work, to work against the anger. Like we, you know, the Holy Spirit is, is the muscle in us, Mm. you know, like we, we just, I think I look at it this way, like what is the opposite, the opposite of anger? It would be 
Would it be love? Uh, would it be peace? Mm. Um, you know, those love and peace both are fruits of the Spirit. And when you have the Holy Spirit, when you have Jesus in your life, you already have those inside of you. And so um, what I would oftentimes do, and I still do today, is I, I try to remember that Jesus lives in me. And so if he lives in me, then I know that his Holy Spirit is in me and that all the fruit of the Spirit lives in me. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, self-control. And then I think it's just distinguishing that in my mind, being conscious about, okay, I feel really angry about this right now, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, deciding not to walk in my flesh, but to surrender myself to the Spirit of God that lives in me and to say, it's in me already. So instead of responding in anger, I'm going to respond in love and do the opposite. And that is, and that is, you know, easier for uh, like an older Christian to walk in. But I guarantee you as if you're a new believer, that if you start implementing that, and I think a lot of it is conscious, being conscious of the reactions, being aware of the reactions that we have, because it's so easy sometimes just to react out of, you know, just um, not even thinking about what we're doing. We just, we just, it just comes out right. because we, we're so used right. to it. Yeah. You know, it's that, or that it was familiar a pattern thing. In our it's home. a pattern in our home, maybe from the past. Maybe it's even comes from trauma. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're angry because this happened, you know, way back when I was 13 mm-hmm. years old and, ne- and nothing was ever made right about mm-hmm. it. And so we find ourselves, but I think that's why it's important that we ask ourselves, why am I responding? I am responding this way and acknowledging it. And then saying, I don't want to, but why is it happening? Follow the trail back to why it's happening. Ask the Lord, why am I so angry all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I, or why am I, um, why am I so discouraged all the time? Depressed and Why am I depressed? Why am I anxious? Why am I anxious? All of these emotions that we experience, there's, there's always a why behind it. And so I think that when we ask God why it's there, He will begin to reveal the root of what it is. And then you can invite him back into that place of in time and say, God, I'm pretty sure this is what you're highlighting to me. I think it's way back he- back here where, you know, I was abused. You know, I was physically abused and, and it was never dealt with. It was never repented of from the offender. And so God, I ask you, and then you can just pray and say, God, I invite you now into that place. Come, come Holy Spirit, come right now. Where were you when that happened? Like, I'm angry that that happened. And then, you know, let him come in that place. Let him show you what needs to be shown. Maybe he'll even show you what was going on in, in your offender's life at the time. And and then in that place, you just stay in that place. It may take several times of doing that until finally you feel freed from it. And, and you can forgive. And, you know, the bitterness will be gone. And you can move forward out of that place and you'll be free. And that's what God wants. He so wants that for all of us. And, you know, there's things that God highlighted in me um, just recently. And um, I didn't real, I didn't know uh, there was a response that I was feeling over and over. Um, and I would act a certain way and I didn't know why it was there. I had no idea. It was offense. I felt offended. And God took me way, way, way back to an incident when I was um, probably around 17 or 18 years old. And he totally highlighted exactly why the offense was there. It was because of rejection Mm -hmm. that I had experienced back then. And the Lord took me back to that place and healed me from it. And now I don't get offended anymore. Mm -hmm. And But I didn't know where it was coming from. And so 
God will show you where it, you know, if you ask him, he will show you where the behavior is coming from. And then you can, you can deal, you can ask him to just reveal anything because I tell you what, right now is a day of exposure. God is exposing, exposing a lot of things and it's his will for the things to be exposed because when they're exposed, it's like light coming in there and then the darkness has to leave. And then we can walk out of the, the cage, out of the prisons that we've, that we've been in for so long. That's so good. All right. We're going to do that right now. I love that. I love, I just, I think sometimes we can stuff things Mm -hmm. and then we forget that God wants to help us. Yeah. And he loves it when we ask for help. Mm -hmm. He loves it. Yeah. In the word over and over. When you look at the good kings and the bad kings in the Old Testament, the good kings were the ones that asked for his help. Yes. That's what he said. And they acknowledged, they humbled themselves themselves. and, and they acknowledged him. They needed help. And so he wants to come to you. So Mary Jo, mm-hmm. why don't you pray mm-hmm. for trauma and then I'll pray if mm-hmm. any of you guys feel that you've hurt someone else or hurt your children mm-hmm. or hurt your husband or someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start? All right. All right. So just go ahead and close your eyes. And I'm sure that as we were talking that the Holy Spirit was probably revealing some areas of trauma in your life that maybe have not been healed yet. If they came to your mind, I'm sure that probably they have not been healed. And so I just, I just um, want to bring you. I just want to lead you into this, you know, this place where Jesus is. And and it's it's just simple. It's just simple, you guys. You can just close your eyes and re- bring that memory, bring that traumatic memory to your mind. And um, and so I'm just going to pray as though I'm the one that has that trauma, and and I'll show you what it's like to pray in this way so that it can show you and and be an example of how it should work. But Heavenly Father, I just, right now, Jesus, I, I know that you're right here, and you hear my words, and I know that you're alive, and I know that you remember this place of trauma in my own life. And I just, I want to know where you were. Because I know that you can go back in time because you are timeless and you can heal me from this place of trauma. And so God, just reveal to me in this place of brokenness where you were at the time. And I invite you now to come into this place and to set things different. And I want you to show me what you wish would have happened rather than the trauma I know that you desire for good things to happen and not evil. And so show me what you would have wanted to happen in that situation, in the situation that I was in. So Father, I just, I ask you now to give me a picture in my mind of what you did in that instant. And also, again, what you would have longed for to happen. Jesus, I just, I thank you that you're here. I thank you that you're ministering to these moms. And I thank you, God, that you're showing them that these terrible things that happened to them, you never wished that, that, that upon them. You didn't want that to happen. Father, I just, Jesus, I ask you to touch them right now in that place. You say in your word that you are life and everything that you touch brings forth life. And I ask that you would touch the dead places 
that you would touch the hurt, that you would touch the pain with your hand in a warm embrace, Father, with a kiss, Father. I pray that you would open up their eyes, the eyes of their heart, that they could know your heart in this matter. And I just ask right now, Father, that you would heal them, that you would bring life. I speak life over them. And I ask that you would fill them with your spirit in that place, that you would fill them up, Father, that you would replace the trauma with life, Lord. And now if you can just imagine that place that was so broken, and if you can see green grass, you can, you can see life outside of you, you can see green trees, the blue sky, and all of the, the life sources that God gives to us here, that they would manifest inside of your body. And that you could physically feel his presence right now touch you. And Jesus, I just pray that you would expose anything that needs to come to the surface. And Lord, I ask that you would help them to forgive and to leave bitterness behind and to receive your forgiveness, God. Even shame and condemnation for those who are struggling with shame or condemnation. Jesus says that doesn't belong with you or guilt. But he washes you with his word. He washes you clean. Jesus, we ask that your spirit would wash over top of all of these listeners from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Father, I just pray that you would reveal yourself to them right now. That they would know that you are alive, that they would encounter you in that place. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Father, I thank you that you are with us and that you see all of us and you love us so much. You love us on our good days and you love us on our bad days. And Lord, I know personally that there are many things in my life that I wish I would have done differently. There are memories I have in my own heart that still bother me. And Lord, I know the power uh, lately of asking you to go back and heal me and help me to forgive myself and so, Lord, I and for, and for other people to feel um, healed from that trauma, anyone that I hurt at that time. And so, Father, I pray for my dear friend here. And if it's a mom or dad and they're thinking about a time that they might have been harsh or um, maybe disciplined out of full vent of anger, you know, or did something in their marriage or did something... Um, to their families or made a big mistake or something, God, I pray that whatever it is, that they would have that incident in their mind right now and that they would just give you that incident. And Lord, I, I give you my incident in my mind. There's so many in my own mind. And Lord, I ask for forgiveness and I invite my friend to just ask you for forgiveness. Uh, for that moment and for what was done. And Lord, we know that your word says that you throw our sin as far as the east is from the west and that you don't hold our sins against us. And so, Lord, we thank you that we are forgiven and we are free. But Lord, there, there were other people that were hurt in these incidents. And so, Father, I pray that if an apology needs to be made, if it hasn't already, or um, 
that that would be done, or if there's nothing that my friend can do, um, or if it's just too far gone or too long or whatever it is, that's between you and them, God. I know that you'll tell them what to do. But Lord, if they just need to ask for that person to be healed, I pray that they would do it right now. And so, Lord, we pray for the people we have offended, people that we have hurt, that you would heal them. You would go back in time. God, you're outside of time. And that you go back in time and you heal us. Mm. And just like it says in your word, I'm going to read this again. That in kindness, in kindness, you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. And so, Father, I pray for each of us that you would go back in time and heal us from our pain, heal the people that we've hurt from their pain. Help us to know if there's anything else we should do. But God, I just ask for every person that I have hurt or any incidents, maybe um, where my children have had trauma. I know that one of my child had trauma at church one time. And so I pray for that child to go back in time, that you would go back in time and heal my child of their trauma that they had at church, that where Christians have hurt them. And I pray for um, just these other instances in my own mind, and I pray for my friend here that they will forgive themselves of anything they caused other people trauma, and that you will heal the person that we offended, the person that my friend offended, and that you would bring deep healing to these relationships. And Father, that you would help us to forgive ourselves and to move forward, and that you would bless these relationships, and God, that you would let us see you answering these prayers. Mm-hmm. Lord, your word, Jesus, you said that we would do greater things than even you did. You say that in your word, which I can't even imagine doing anything. I mean, there's just no, I mean, I just, I think about that scripture and I'm like, how on earth could I ever do the things that you did or anything? But Lord, we know that you told us that for a reason. Mm -hmm. And uh, God, so we just trust you that you are going to make these things right and that you're going to bring healing to these relationships and that we will notice them. Mm -hmm. God, that they will be a noticeable difference. Uh, in these relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. So amen. God, we thank you. Thank you, Mary Jo. And if you have any questions, you can email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. Um, we, could, we will definitely email you back. Um, we love you. God loves you most of yeah, all. He Do you does. have any final, anything else you want to say? Yeah, I'm just excited for you to have new beginnings. Mm-hmm. This is what God really desires. Old things have passed away. All things become new. Mm-hmm. That happens when we're saved, but it also happens when traumas are healed. Mm-hmm. Amen. We have new beginnings. Amen. All right. Thank you. And thank you guys for watching or listening. Huh? And uh, share the podcast with your friends and be sure to listen to the devotional podcast that we have here Monday through Thursday. And we love you and we're praying for you and God is with you and he loves you so much. Bye-bye.